very warm welcome to our Whispers of the Soul podcast, where we host conscious conversations with a spiritual and soulful twist. We and our guest speakers talk about life-changing events orchestrated from our soul, so that we can raise the profile of our quieter and more softer voice that comes from our intuition. So stay with us for your next soul download. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Whispers of the Soul. I'm Sally. And I'm Sibby. And uh, today we have the amazing Sally and Sibby. Yay! <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> it's the Sally and Sibby Show. We are our special guests. <laughs> our, own, our own special guests. We, we, are, we are here to bring um, love, light, wisdom. Yes. And heart-centred um conversation today. yes yes um because we do create conscious conversations but today we're going to put the emphasis on love yeah um myself and sibby were uh talking over the week um over this last week about love and how it kind of is popping up um for both of us at various mm. points with its little signs and symbols yeah. and synchronicities um, and so we thought, you know what, that's a really good topic to, it's a really juicy topic. It is. To get stuck into, isn't it? It is. There's so many elements to it, and it aren't there? And, you know, I'm sure we'll like touch on lots of those. But I think globally, we certainly need um, more focus on love. And I think that's what will save us. Yes. I mean, you know, Will I Am did say in Black Eyed Peas... Where is the love? I mean, he called it. He did. Some while ago. <laughs> he did. Actually, I did like that song. Yeah. Do you Not want to so do a little rendition of that? Sibby's been singing this morning. <laughs> what was the song that you were singing? What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Do you remember that? Classic? Yes. Hadaway. Was it? He, that's, that was his name. He had oh. one hit singles, as far as I oh, know. Oh, gosh, the one hit wonder. So maybe he didn't find out what love was. <laughs> or maybe he did. For those of you that don't know that song, here's a little mini clip right now. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Baby, don't hurt me. pop that in for you there um but yes no for you listeners as well you know what's your thoughts on love what's been your experience you know because this this show is is as much about you guys um as Mm. it is anything else and and you know we like to get people thinking you know accessing different ways of seeing things different perspectives different ideas different thoughts and you know for me i think love sometimes um gets blamed for a lot of stuff Mm. you know it's like oh and and it kind of it makes people want to retract if you have a bad experience and you think oh it's because you know well the classic heartbreak yeah you know love gets blamed but I I often think but was it love or was it something else that came in but we're Mm. just blaming love you know almost like how we blame the ego for for lots of stuff as well I think when you're talking about romantic relationships it's really a really interesting because there's there's layers aren't there of love and there's different 
wait you know when you look at like relationships that you've had you sort of love in different ways yes depending on the person if that makes sense and then I also have felt in in the past with relationships that haven't worked out that I don't think I've ever broken up with someone someone because I've not loved them anymore Mm -hmm. I have still loved them yes but that's not enough yeah now that's interesting isn't it yeah because why is love not enough in that scenario because the love that I talk about the sort of global love you know that connecting to that love Mm -hmm. feels a bit different yes to the love that's focused on one person one other person and I think that's where it gets juicy isn't it because there Mm. are different types of love and um we all have different experiences with it you know we we experience a different kind of love for family than we might for friends yeah I mean I know sometimes friends become family but there's a it's almost like it's um it's a given you know you know you you know those scenes where you see families kind of fall out and they'll say things like I love you but right now I don't like you yeah yeah (laughs) you know it's kind of it's already it's it's a given isn't it it's kind of there's a there is, I think, sometimes an unconditional quality, I think, with family love. Mm, yeah. I think that the unconditional quality in romantic relationships is very tough um, because I think often mm. we, we go into that place of, you know, because, because there's a, a chance of being hurt or wounded, it kind of brings up all the other stuff. Um, yeah. It's easy to slip into that place of wanting to protect yourself, but then being slightly... I don't know, maybe wary or, or, or judgmental or, um, you know, all these other things that mm. yes. come in in that it's way. It's complicated. Yeah. And, like, you, we've talked a lot about energy, haven't we, and how we interact with each other, the energy between people. And then when you've got that concentrated energy between two people... Mm. Can be that, intense. And families, I suppose. It's those relationships, isn't it, that are... You've got all the other things at play, as well as the love. So you've yeah. got the love. <laughs> you've yeah. got the love. Another got the classic love. song. Oh, you've my God. Got... I love that song. I'd love to put that in we'll as well. We'll have to put that in as well for those of you. Uh... That is one of my all-time favourite songs, actually. The, the, the original Candy Staten version. <laughs> Artists as well. I'm a bit nerdy with the artists. I barely know the chorus. Sib is like just reeling off the artists. No, I've got I've got a nerdy knowledge about things like that. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So like you've got the love at the foundation, but then you've got all these other things going on between. Mm. And also, I think with um, like I look at you know my relationship and parenting so that brings a whole other thing into the relationship yeah because you've got I mean aside from the fact that you've suddenly got all this more like huge love that comes for your children but then the love between you and your partner is like tested because Mm -hmm. it's not the love I suppose it's the relationship Mm -hmm. but where does that end and where does you know what I mean it is it kind of feels like it merges it? it merges but then you've got expectations haven't you yeah so like you know in the, there's there's that thing isn't there of in parent parental relationships of 
competing of like who's had the least sleep and who's had the yeah. least amount of sleep who's done the most yeah do you know what i mean so then mm. there's loves the loves there but then yeah. it gets complicated by yeah like other stuff and that's where i that's why i think the the problem lies i think that the the act of love in some ways if you think about how the heart is opening to experience because it, it na- love naturally opens the heart doesn't yeah, it yeah yeah and when you're open-hearted you're more open and and not vulnerable in the way that we see vulnerability sometimes because i see vulnerability as a strength but but open and vulnerable in the sense of you're you're there you you you're you're in it you're exposed you're out there you're putting your self out there mm. and that can feel quite scary yeah um, i know that that experience can happen in lots of other different things uh, but in terms of love it can feel quite scary and so it's i think it's almost like an open invitation sometimes for some of this other stuff yeah when you're in that space i.e shadow stuff potentially um stuff that may have um happened either like a really long time ago like childhood stuff or or recently or in previous experiences because it's that it's the ego side then it almost is kind of the lights shone on it because you're in that place of love and it's fighting for survival and it's like it looks at all of these past experiences you know how many times have we gone into relationships and we don't mean to but we fall into a place of comparison yeah and you know I keep thinking that's not love's fault is it (laughs) That's, no. Well, like you were saying, it's all this other stuff yeah. that's there that's yes. not really... So, uh, so it's almost like love kind of gets entangled into this... Yeah. Uh, this this preconception sometimes of, oh, it's it's not safe to do that. But it's not actually the love that's the issue. It's what it brings up. Well, yeah, and we've got our... Yeah, like you say, we've got our egos to, to mm. deal with and we've got our fears and our... our are like beliefs about relationships and we've got all of that kind of stuff yeah yeah which can feel (laughs) kind of clawing at like going yeah Yeah. i know you love him but (laughs) or her you know but what about this what about this yes and that's that's real and i think as well going back to what you were saying about those different types of love you know family love um romantic love um kind of this like a like the soul tribe kind of love yeah. you know yeah. soul sister mate sort of um i'm sat here right now with my soul sister oh yeah uh that kind of love it's there's so many different types but mm. sibby what do you think is universal love where are we going with this as a as a feeling or what as an experience well i i feel that the only the only way that we are going to ascend you know the only way that we are going to stop fighting wars and the only way that we're going to clothe everybody feed everybody um save you know save humanity save the earth is through love because Mm. and i've been experiencing this myself recently because i've been really going dropping trying to drop into my heart yeah to make decisions Mm -hmm. And the feeling, the the feeling that you get when you do that is you you know it's right, and and it's mm. it's a very very different feeling from because it almost transcends those ego things. Yes. And I think if we 
as a race were were able to do you know if we were just able to do that more yeah like there's also the the universality of like being human isn't there mm-hmm. and that it's like tapping into that yeah and that love which we all have i mean like why we can all love what you know like we all have the capacity to love mm-hmm. even the most i'm doing like uh, what are they called uh Oh, yeah. The quotation mark things. Evil people. Yeah. Yeah. And that sounds, you know, but they can, we all have the capacity to love. So what is that? Like, that's, that is universal. And if we just could get into our hearts more and we wouldn't harm each other. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't, we wouldn't deprive each other of things, would we? Yeah, that makes sense. And then that kind of leans towards that question of, is love a choice? Hmm. Is it, a, is it something that's innate and we, we're doing naturally? Or are we at a point where we're choosing to or not? Yeah. Particularly yeah. like you were saying with more of the kind of the global stuff or the global um, influences that we're seeing with various different things that are happening in the world. Yeah. Uh, it, it's almost like the choice is not to go down that path not not to not to choose love and and i think like like you're saying with the universal love because it feels kind of more expansive when you go there doesn't it and it makes me think of that that unity mindset that oneness of it's not just about me or you or yeah you know you lovely people listening it's 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 there's more than just us it's this yeah collective thing energy kind mm. of or yeah, and it, it you know like we had um, Vanessa on, didn't we, on the podcast, mm. and she was talking about sharing the wealth. Yeah, and uh, that sense of equality and not kind of you know we're, we're we're very we're seeing this this strong dynamic, which a lot of people would argue, oh, it's to do with duality and polarity. Well, well, yes, mm. but is that something that we cannot bring into balance a little bit more, yeah. so that it's not the richer richer and the poorer poorer and yeah you know and, and we're seeing all these yeah and and you know you could argue that all anybody wants is to be loved mm. so if that's the case then and not to get too political but then whoever is pulling the strings there will be a very small number of human beings that are controlling that situation at the top controlling it mm. you know and maybe it's a case that the actual the puppeteers, yeah. Um, there's some lack in in them, mm-hmm. you know. That that they, you know, even they. I know it's simplifying it, but they're human, and that people want love, don't they? That mm-hmm. that's really yeah. what we want, even if it's disguised as wanting power, even if it's disguised as wanting mm. money, even if it's disguised. You know, if you really, really like, go right down to the heart of it <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean and then I feel like the people the people that are suffering and I'm and including the people that and it could be being controversial but including the people that are being used by the puppeteers to mm. enact this war yes the soldiers you know they're suffering because because of these this small number of do you, mm. do you know what I mean like yeah. I just I feel like there's a tipping point that needs to occur in that situation but also in the world Mm. where more people just decide 
I'm not, you know, I am I am connecting to love, not... Yeah. I, I won't... That is how I'll be led. So, yeah. therefore, even if it's down to, like, I won't... Um, I won't fire that gun, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm simplifying, but actually, if you think enough people did that, there would no, there would not be a war. There would there'd be massive, you know? massive changes if people didn't, you know, follow suit like you say, or, or do things. If you come back into that place of, um, I, I guess, self accountability, what what feels um, morally right, what what your intuitive discernment is is saying, like your your comfort, your compass, isn't it? Yeah, your inner compass. Yeah, like if you can just. If you're north, like we talked about you north, didn't we? Yeah, with Tim. Yeah, the north um, uh, north star. If your north star within you could be love, mm. where would you go? How would you lead your life? Like, because even if you're thinking about sort of you know individuals within these systems, for example, teachers or soldiers or you know any mm. you know politicians, they well. they as individuals as human beings want to be loved. So what? is happening perhaps in those situations is for example being in a an army that's at war you know that maybe the 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 feeling of service you know maybe the feeling of serving their country serving that you know maybe that's giving those people something Mm -hmm. maybe that's making them feel Mm. loved yeah does that make sense yeah and that's where i think the way things are structured now is 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 just away from love you know it's Mm. it's moved away from love but i feel like it's going back towards love like and i just i do feel that do you do you feel that i do but i think just before we kind of finish on this vein or thread it's important to mention fear yes fear is sort of the the opposite side of love isn't it and yeah you know there's that saying isn't there of you 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 either do your actions or choices are either from a place of love or a place of fear. If yes. you strip it right down. Yeah. It's one, yes. or, one or the other. And so I think that what we've we've been in a very fearful place as, as a collective, as a society, as we the people. Yeah. We've been in a place of fear. And when you're in a place of fear, it's really difficult to operate from a place of love. And going yes. back to what you just said, I think that's what's tipping. I think the scales are tipping where we're starting to stop kind of um, just being fed all of this um, yeah. scaremongering narratives. And, you know, pe- people are choosing not to ingest negativity mm. in where, whatever form that is, whether that's visibly not tuning in and watching something like the news or certain mm-hmm. programs or whether that's you know um making different choices in their everyday life or the friendships or their work but it's yeah. definitely coming in more because there's that sense of um when you're coming into your own power almost and you and, and that word sovereignty that's mm-hmm. sort of been around and that I feel that's not kind of done yet that's still you know what does that mean to be sovereign well you want to make sure that you're operating yourself from that place of love yeah from that place of freedom where these things aren't placed upon you where there's that restriction and within that restriction there's sometimes that feeling of being feeling like you 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 know you're submitting to something mm-hmm. else that feels scary you yeah. know you you're being told do it this do it do it that way do it this way you can do this you can't do that 
there's consequences for this there's consequences for that you know and when you live in that environment oh yeah i mean for that length of time it's it does to, stuff to be living in a regime or a, yeah. somewhere that you know a country that that is fit that is that is so so clever at mm. manipulating fears people's fears mm. You know, those are the things that need to come down. If we're going to live, if we're going to have universal love, those yes. fear-based structures. Because yeah. I, I totally agree, Sal, like fear being the opposite of love. You know, how can, it's, it's. I, I'm very lucky I can sit here and have this conversation with you about love and be very expansive and feel free, mm. you know. Yeah. I would, we would not be able to be having these conversations if no. we were in that sort of, that sort of environment. Yeah. So yeah, I totally agree. Fear is like a massive. And I, I think as well, thing. you know, what you were saying before about at a basic human level, everybody wants to be loved. I mean, there potentially may always be a, a, a um, the odd one, two <laughs> or, or group that think they don't or do everything that they want, you know, to go against yes, that. But yeah. Yeah. Essentially, for for the everyday person who is glorious by the way that's yeah. not me trying to you know <laughs> um there is that underlying need or want because that's what we we're, i always i mean this sounds so cliche so sorry it's like this we're born in love we're born from love we're born yeah. uh, we're born with the innate ability to love yes I, I think and to the, love is also the thing isn't it, it we 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 also are made like you say we're designed to love mm. so not just to to want love from others but to mm. love others mm. yeah and that is a gift and and yeah sorry i interrupted you but no, yeah no no that, that's that's what that's how i see it mm. actually um now sibby is our fellow author and um, poet um sometimes i dabble but i have a poem here that i was just trying to find um about what i wrote about love which i think might be nice if we yes, could include that would be it lovely uh, because it's kind of more of a um it's more of a generic, uh, well, not a generic, more of a the, the, going on to the universal. Like a broad, a broader take on love. Yeah. Here we go. So this was me when I was uh, musing, <laughs> playing around. And I was asking, what is love? What is it not? Love is not sacrifice or commitment. Love is not to change or compromise who you are. Love does not erect walls nor place boundaries. Love does not use trickery or accept fools who play with egos. Love does not disguise itself as hate or promote jealousy and insecurities. Love does not endure lack of compassion, nor does it befriend guilt or fear. To know love is to give and receive gifts from God. Love is to live, to breathe, to embrace, to be. Love is a laughter's echo floating on a mellow breeze the sun's rays that kisses the face in a blessed welcome. Love is the twinkle within every star, as deep as the ocean, adorned with hidden treasure. Universal and unconditional, love is everywhere and anywhere. It cannot be housed or anchored. It doesn't know time or conditions, and it calls. It calls to you, to him, to her. It whispers so softly, accept me, love is you. Oh, Sally, that's beautiful. That's given me goosebumps. I'm sure it will do for people listening as well. I think that's... a picture. I think that's beautiful. Oh, thank you, Sibby. I love... 
so many parts of that that the the bit about the sun um <clears throat> the sun's rays and a mellow breeze you know it made me think about how love can just appear in these very subtle ways yeah. you, you know and it made me think about also it made me think about I don't know why but you know if you're you know if you're walking along and somebody really smiles at you yes like that's love yeah to me yeah Do you know what I mean it's like yeah a smile it's a gift it's it's a connect it's connecting with you and and yeah it's so simple isn't it it but, is so simple and it feels like kind of you know in thinking of thinking of that mm. as a transaction or you know I, I my mind goes into the energy exchange yeah the energy behind of kind it. of putting out that because kindness, kindness is an of, of love isn't it yeah and and there's that thing of um selflessness isn't there mm. so love like being selfless like you know because sometimes i think in relationships you know, we, we, we can we can sort of it's love with sometimes it's love with conditions, isn't it? And it's kind of a, yeah. a not a selfless love, but like selfless love where it's a gift mm-hmm. and you don't expect anything in return. Yeah, that's really powerful, isn't it? Yeah, because that is like you say, without conditions. Mm. But equally, I think there's a fine line between that and living selflessly to the point of where it does cost you, of where yes. you are yeah. over-compromising, of where you have lost that ability to check in with yourself. Is It's a fine line, isn't it? Yes, Between definitely. those. And sometimes I think when you over-give, and I'm, I'm talking not, you know, I'm not I'm generalising, but I think in some cases when, you, when you're over-giving, although it seems like you might be doing it selflessly, this is a bit controversial, subconsciously you want that back yes you know yeah. you're not consciously doing absolutely. it to get something absolutely. back yeah no but I in agree. your subconscious mm. it's because you need something back yeah. you know what i mean because yeah you but actually really if we can like i know there's been a lot of talk about self-love but really that is the 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 most selfless thing you can do is to love yourself in a way yeah you yeah. know because then you're not looking elsewhere for any love exactly. like because then you've got that yeah and then your cup will overflow and you can give yes you know i I think a lot of a lot of times you know i know i've done this before you you're doing something and really what you're wanting is acceptance yeah you know yes yes you want love but it's the acceptance and you know some that that's where intention comes in a little bit Mm. because you're not fully in tune with your intention because the intention is there's an expectation of an outcome or a gain that's that's to come back yeah the expectation carries the um you know the the verdict if you like the outcome of what you want but you may not like you say consciously be yeah. be aware of it but you know what you know when i've seen that in dynamics with people and i know i can do it with my kids mm-hmm. because you know i mean yes kids can be super challenging (laughs) um but equally they can bring out the best in you yeah as well but you know when somebody's doing something and they're not necessarily coming from the best place or they're not intentionally able to check in whether they're conscious or not Mm. and somebody else sees that and receives that and, and they just they love them anyway yeah it's okay it's fine yeah i and and they almost intuitively know to say i love you I yeah. accept you, 
you know you don't need to fight or put i mean to me that's like oh because oh that's life-changing isn't it that is actually life-changing if if you're because that's about being seen isn't it in your perhaps not finest moments and not judged (laughs) and not judged just fully loved and accepted which is another way of looking at unconditional love isn't it yeah yes because we we've been talking about it in the context of presenting certain conditions or having no conditions but then this is something else this is Mm. this is what it looks like in practice yeah yeah definitely definitely I I was thinking it's making me think of um when I was about 18 um and it was probably the official start I'd say I was having a spiritual journey younger than this but I went on a Buddhist retreat with my mum which is a pretty cool thing to do. It's pretty cool, uh, yeah. And she is pretty cool for <laughs> saying, let's do that. Yeah. And we did this meditation, and it was the first time I'd meditated, and it was called the Metta Bahavna, and it's a me- Metta is, I'm going to not give a very good definition, but from what I understand, it's like positive feeling or emotion. Mm. And I think you did it in three stages. So while you were meditating, you focused love and positivity on somebody that you loved, right? So easy, you know, like your parent or friend or whatever. Then you did, then you would do the same amount so that you were led by, you know, the person that was leading it. So then you would do this, focus the same amount of love and positive attention on someone that you were indifferent to. Mm -hmm. So maybe like the postman or like, you know, the bus driver or, do you know what I mean? And then you had to do it on somebody that you found very difficult. Mm -hmm. And you had to do the same amount of, of love and positive and I had had a difficult almost like a breakup with a friend which I I know I've shared with you at that age and it was very very deeply painful I felt deeply wounded by it and I did this on her Mm -hmm. and it was the first time I'd had a physical feeling of I suppose it well, it was love, really, but through this meditation and mm. it, but it made me. It's similar to what you're saying as well. It's that sort of somebody is difficult, somebody's hurt you, somebody's you know wounded you, but are you still able to mm-hmm. give that love? You know, even yes. even though, in spite of all of those yeah. things, yeah, and that which is, is transcending yes your ego and transcending attachment and obviously with buddhism it's about non-attachment which Mm -hmm. is not not caring not loving Mm. people get that wrong they they think it's like about being detached but it's not is it it's not it it's about not being held down by attachments and needs and wants isn't it but you know it just kind of made me think of that that sort of loving without judgment loving your enemy like loving your enemy as you would love your friend i mean that yeah and human beings are capable of doing that. That's what I think is so awesome. It is awesome. I, I did something similar. Well, I've, I've done it a few times in mm. different workshops and retreats that I've been on where that's that's happened. And, you know, if you've not done it before, it, it the concept feels a bit weird and almost counterintuitive because you wouldn't think like that ordinarily. But from the work I've done, you know, for myself, my own healing work... Um, and also sometimes in the space that I'm holding for others, that process, like you used the word transcend there, didn't you? And it's and it is it when you transcend or transmute, you are shifting it from one energetic state to another. And that is actually where 
the power lies and, and mm. I, I might be going slightly off topic here because I know we're talking about love but personally I think a the ability that like you quite rightly said as as humans who are able to do that is amazing mm. and b I cannot shake this feeling that that's a big part of why we're all here oh yeah to transmute and transcend yeah. these energies because oh boy have they been building up for eons yeah you know not just decades but centuries some thousands of years you know yeah. if you kind of go back to sort of ancient civilization and look at everything yeah. that transpired there but um the ability to do that and 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 a personal um if you if you're able to do it for yourself so let's say you have a really awful experience mm. you know there's there's two ways it can go the experience will break you let's say and you know i have potentially different views on what it means to be broken i don't think it's a broken and that's it and you kind of wear it as a label yeah. i think when when you feel broken it's almost that cliche thing again sorry folks but <laughs> it allows the light in to yeah. where it needs needs to go um but you can look at ways of of how that I mean obviously not straight away you've got to go through a process right you can't mm. skip these things you can't just straight away go into a place of love and light and, and everything's no, well no. you've got to go through a process you've got to be real you've got to experience those feelings and, and go through that but when you get to the place where you can kind of look back and think do you know what I'm going to use this and what I've done unexperienced or been on the receiving end of to help others I'm going to use this to understand um, these life lessons, soul lessons, and talk about them, mm. share them in some way. Or I'm going. To, so this is these are examples of somebody taking that experience, however awful. You yeah. know, I mean, look what J the work Jamie does. Yeah, and his I know. nephew and, was, and the forgiveness as well yeah, involved huge. in that. And then the others, which the is others, another like another way that love. Yes comes well, out that's Sorry. massive but yeah um, but then the other side is you 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 don't get past it you don't get past it and you you can't be anything but that that, that you've Your experienced damage. You, you kind of stay in that place you, you can't be anything but the damage yes that you've experienced yes and mm. sometimes you know sometimes people have that experience for their whole life sometimes they stay in that place mm. for for a year five years ten years and that's when the other people need to rally around and help and support. I mean, sometimes people potentially just choose that as a life path and they never move past it, which is fine. Everybody has their own free will, mm -hmm. right? And their, their personal choice and ch uh, freedom to choose. But this this idea of this transmuting, you know, the energy or the, the basis or the stuff that's sitting behind it is, guess what? Mm. Love. L O V E love. L O V E spells love. Yeah. Um, because, yeah. you know, like you, you've said a few times, that ability that we have as humans to love mm. goes beyond the one-to-one -one relationship. It's it's an it's awesome. It's, if you think about the power of love, really, another great song oh, by Hughes in the news. Oh, also that one by Jennifer. Oh no, that's Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Any any more artists you need? To <laughs> Jennifer Rush. We, we might have to put in a few. A few. We're gonna have to put yeah little samples. We can do like a soundtrack to this episode. <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, yeah, do you know what, uh, Sally, as well, I want to ask you, because I know we're probably, we, we're having a good old chat. Yeah. But um, what do you, th- what would you, th- so we, I know we, we, we agree, and I'm sure that everybody agrees that there's, there's this love that we can access. And like you say, it's, you know, mm. be, it can be behind all of these amazing. Yes this healing and this but how would you say you would lead because I've been thinking a lot about heart-led life yes yeah um and that's what I now want to and it's not that I've never lived that before but I felt quite caught up in my head mm. or other things my body maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> metaphors yeah. and stuff like yeah. that other challenges tap you on the shoulder <laughs> yeah um but like I really really feel that I've made a conscious decision that I'm going to drop into my heart space and but how would you say because that's something that's hard to kind of explain isn't it because it's a feeling yeah what would you say to people who are thinking who are that's thinking because I've been thinking about it in my brain for a long time but it's not that is it you've got to drop into a different have you got any advice that you know yeah give me perhaps and people listening about being heart-led. Well, How do you do that in life? I mean, it's like you say, it's a different thing, isn't it? Because uh, it, it comes from a different place. And, and actually, we were, we were talking yesterday um, in the group, um, the group that I run. We were talking about listening, weren't we, through the heart. Yes, yeah. Which, which I feel is relevant to... Mm-hmm living a heart-led life and I, I was saying to Sibby actually before we started recording that I see the heart-led life and the soul-led life very similar vein S- slightly different energy potentially yes. in the way you connect but a similar vein or thread in the sense of you're already coming from a place that's not um not not reactive to life and not yeah. um you you're stepping away from expectation or um certain ways of, of thinking of, of the shoulds we were talking about the shoulds, the shoulds. yes the shoulds. thanks for reminding me about the shoulds yes yes what we should be yes. doing yeah but I, I think that um a bit like actually what tim was talking about with the following of your north star i think it's a practice in that it's not something you can just go and it's done it's a it's a consistent um commitment to stepping into that um different place yeah and and checking in and whether that's something you can do like in the morning when you first wake up or at night or i don't know what however your day is structured but um a checking into the heart heart space mm. and listening to the heart i remember when i was doing um, a workshop at um the bridge center this is years ago and it was it was a well-being workshop and we were using collage and art and various different mediums but um there was one exercise where everybody had to um, listen to the heart and what the heart was saying versus what the mind was saying so kind of mm. have an awareness that when we're thinking about something or we're deciding something how much in the head you are mm. or how much of that the answer comes from the head not saying that the head's a bad thing but just in that you know when people say heart versus head you know they kind of they're always pitched against each other aren't they I'm mm. always I'm always about the the and and the together use them both yeah yeah. it doesn't have to be one or the other but in this exercise if you're not used to it it was so useful and and really insightful because a lot of people on the workshop and the course were like oh 
I don't even, this is weird. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know what it's saying. I don't even know what my heart's saying. Yeah. How do I even um, translate? How do we even put into words? Yeah, yeah. And that's where the work lies, I think, because you have to, you you create a practice. I'm doing the quotes now, what Sibby was doing before. Uh, What are they called? (laughs) Air quote. Air quote. Speech quote, I don't know. Quotation with your fingers. Um, I just remember Jerry from Friends always got it wrong, you know, when he was trying to do it. (laughs) I don't know why that popped into my head. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, a practice of uh, you start to... um, you you sink into that place and then you you hold hold that connection in the heart and you almost ask the heart to speak you almost ask the heart to um put some the the it goes from the heart to the head to get the language and then mm. you understand so it's the other way around so we're so used to just going straight to the mind we're we're forgetting this very powerful part of ourselves that again an innate human ability that we all have which is incredible you know when we had joe stockdale on talking about yeah. the heart yes. and the heart patterning that that hearts have yeah. and hearts actually have like an intelligence of their own don't they they do and the heart your heart can pattern on somebody through a concrete wall so if your yeah. heart is calm and love filled mm. i suppose that can influence the person, yeah. a person through a concrete wall, I know, that's which insane, I just think is it? is just so awesome. Shall so then, awesome. I'm just, I mean, this is just dropping in, but mm-hmm. I'm just thinking for the listeners because I know yeah. we, we have to wrap up soon. But shall we do a little like heart led meditation? That would be lovely, and uh, just for people listening to kind of step into yeah. that place. Yes, that would um, be beautiful, and I can add some music as well. Yes. Okay, okay, let's do it. Um, <clears throat> now, for those of you that are listening that know me, I work with angels quite a lot. Um, so I'm going to ask them to come in because they usually have some good stuff. <laughs> the divine. Okay, so let's just um, close our eyes and just uh, focus on your breathing and how that is moving your body. And all of the thoughts you've had before now all of the thoughts that are going to come in after just push them either side and really just bring all of your awareness into the now moment and bring all of you all of you into the now moment and connect into your breath and just notice how it's moving your breath and just really gently start to deepen the breath And as you deepen the breath, just be aware of how it's moving the chest. How the chest is moving, that rise and fall of the chest. And as you're doing that, visualize your heart space, your heart chakra, chest area. Visualize a beautiful golden pink and white, just all those colors merging beautifully together, shining shimmering like you would see the sun's reflection on the top of water really beautiful shimmer and just see it in the heart space and it's all it just it's got this gentle movement to it and just see it moving as you're breathing in and out so visualizing yourself breathing in and out through the heart space and what you're going to do 
is ask your mind, and you feel that connection up in the head space, you're going to ask your mind to drop its whole awareness and energy into the heart space. It's going to drop and it's going to merge into the heart space. And you're going to breathe through that heart space. Breathing in and out through that heart space. And the mind's just going to bathe there for a moment. It's going to just bathe in all of that love. That unconditional, that divine, universal love. It's just going to bathe. It's going to have its time of peace. It's going to have a time break, it's just going to, it doesn't want to generate any thoughts, it just wants to bathe in that light and bathe in that love. Just keep focusing on that light in your breathing. And you're just going to take a moment to connect to your heart and just make a, a, a declaration and just say to your heart, do you know what heart, I'm going to start listening to you more and I really want you and my mind to start working together in the way that I am innately able to because I'm able to work with my heart and my mind as one, as a unity as a team and you're just going to ask the mind now just to gently come back up to where it's happy in being and then you're going to say to the heart you are able to I'm able to feel you you're able to speak to transmit energy to send signals to the mind so that I can fully understand what you're saying but before you get to any words, just hold the feeling. So I want you to concentrate on the feeling that the heart generates. Just feel how expansive you are. Feel how expansive your heart is. Feel how deep that love goes. It's so deep you can't even get to the bottom of it. It's so vast. It's so huge. Your capacity and potential to love is so huge. And just focus that love streaming through your whole body, lighting up all of your cells, breathing it in, breathing in that love into that heart space. just when you're ready just drop that inquiry just drop in heart what do you want to tell me what do I need to hear what do I need to feel what do I need to listen to or be aware of just gently drop that in that line of inquiry and then listen keep breathing through the heart space embodying that love.
just use this time just to become aware of how your heart speaks, just to become aware of what it does when you give it permission to lead. Just take centre stage. How does it show up for you? How does it communicate? And just holding a sense of gratitude in the heart space as well. Thanking it for all that it does without even you knowing the vast amounts of things it does for you. Just holding that gratitude. And sending gratitude to the mind for being patient and taking a little step back. It likes to be chatty usually. And then just bringing your awareness back into the body and the breath, breathing through the heart space a couple more times. Knowing that light within the heart is always there, you can always call that forward to connect to. Just taking a, a deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth and then just come back into the room, wherever you are. Ah, oh, that was beautiful, Sal. That was beautiful. Yes. Yeah, the power of our hearts. I just, yeah, I just got kept. It was like my heart was just going. No, it's just this word, just this word. <laughs> become, becoming, become, oh, becoming. It just kept, repeat, then my brain would kind of go, Isn't there, is there another word there? No, no, become, yeah. becoming, do you know what I mean? It was really, yeah, becoming, which I think is really, really resonant with how I'm mm. feeling actually with this desire to be more heart-led. Yeah, and that's actually a good example of the heart taking the lead because the mind is fishing for more, <laughs> for more, and the heart's gone. No, that's that's no, all you no, need. And sometimes need. it is all you need. You don't Just need one word. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, but I I have to share as well. It's it it was it's lovely because it really reminded me that meditation. Um, I've been listening to um just tap in this Emilio Ortiz um podcast, and the guy that was on it, I think he's called R J Spina. Um, and yeah. he was describing, um, and it was just sort of as you as you were going through that meditation, it made me think. He was saying, "Think of um, a submarine. Mm-hmm. Your heart, you, the 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 person in the submarine is the is the center. They're they're controlling. Yes. They're the they're the center of of you. Mm-hmm. The periscope is your mind." that is receiving information about what's outside but the actual you you're not the periscope you're mm. the person inside the submarine yeah love and that. i love that image because it just i understand that yes um and he also said when we say when somebody says me where do you point do you point to your head mm. or do you point to your heart mm. you point to your heart don't you mm. yeah when you say me yes. you point to your heart yeah and I just, I think that was, yeah. I, I only heard that this morning. Wow, I love that. And as you were I doing that, that meditation, it really made me think about the submarine yeah. and the periscope and the, but 
But yeah, that was beautiful, Sal. I'm sure like everybody listening will. In fact, it'd be really interesting to see what messages. Mm. Did you get anything as you were doing it? Did that, you? That's a good point, actually. We could maybe just do a, a, a an edit of that part um, for those of you that follow us um, on social media. Yes, and see. And um, yeah, if you uh, feel able, we would love to hear what came through for you. Um, Absolutely. We could just share that as a separate snippet, couldn't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, for me, I was just I was just very aware of of being in the holding energy. Yeah. Um, but it it always for me, I think I've I've shared before um, that. Because <laughs> you know, I'm I'm all with the corners and the cliches, aren't I today? But it is but, love. We're uh, allowed to do some cliches. I know. <laughs> so this is going to sound really, but I'm going to say it. it. The angels actually taught me to love mm, you've Be- said that because and they saved me mm. because when I you know was in a really bad place and you know I could not have been beating myself up more at that point mm. I had no time for myself at all and I could I'd started working with the oracle cards and the energy of the angels and that's when I started seeing those bright orbs and um they just would I could feel it they would just shower me with so much love and I'd be thinking and it was unconditional. Is that all? Because I'll say, yeah, but I've done this. All right, I've thought that, and I've da, 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 and they've been. Well, we love you. See, see you, see you through our eyes. That's what got mm-hmm. me. <laughs> Blubber for about three hours, you know. It's like, oh, but that to me is is it was so powerful. So when I do that, and I was mm-hmm. like, obviously asking the angels in, it's, I can feel that kind of love. And that's and that's the thing you you can you can actually if you can't find the love for yourself anywhere which I couldn't if you're in such a dark place ask because yeah. because the, there is love elsewhere isn't there there is <laughs> for you there is uh, and you know I think we forget to ask don't we the angels the angels that's beautiful oh, I I feel full of I feel full of love after this this podcast i hope i hope everybody else does as well yes yeah it's such a vast topic but it is isn't it it's been really lovely to explore it this morning it has and um yeah as always thank you everybody for listening and um yeah we hope that you loved it as much as as we did yeah thanks for listening so if you would like to connect to us elsewhere in the multiverse well you can you can find me sally at thecreativeyou.co.uk or on Instagram as the.creative.u. For Sibby, her website is healingrights.com and she's also on Instagram as Sibby Rights. Lots of love. See you soon. <laughs>